0: Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Okay, so it's a wonderful, uh, good, sunny Sunday morning. And uh, we're going to continue with our series on famines in the Bible. And today, we are on part 6. And we will be discussing about the famine in the time of Elijah. Okay? If you can also call it a famine in the time of King Ahab. And uh, the wicked wife of King Ahab, Jezebel. (laughs) Okay? So, whatever. But the thing is, uh, this is the famine during the time of the prophet uh, Elijah okay So uh, what kind of famine uh, is this? Of course an- another famine of discipline or judgment but uh, today we are going to uh, dissect okay the-, the passage of scriptures why God allowed the- this famine? Okay, during that time, because uh, the 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 reason, okay, the the main reason why God allowed this famine, okay, this is not a natural famine, but it's a famine that is uh, uh, that is allowed with a purpose <laughs> for a very important, you know, uh, reason for all of us to learn. So. I hope that you will stay with us because uh, we're going to learn a very important thing. Okay? Uh, why would God react this way? Okay? So I, I just gave you a hint. So this is a famine. Okay? I want to give you another hint. Uh, this is a famine due or due to uh, apostasy no uh through uh syncretism so i will explain more of that but let's uh, read first uh, kings chapter 17 so our passages of scriptures will be first kings 17 and 18 but i promise you i'm not going to read the whole chapter of 18 <laughs> okay we, we are going to skip some part and as we read along i will explain to save some time okay so this is it first uh, king 17 says now elijah the tishbite from tishbe in gilead said to ahab okay ahab the king as the lord the god of israel lives whom i serve there will be neither dew nor rain, dew nor rain, in the next few years except at my word. Except at my word. So, we need to say uh, this uh, famine is a controlled one. You know, uh, it depends on the word of God through the prophet Elijah. You see, Prophets are God's representative, okay? They they are God's ambassadors, especially in the the Old Testament. Uh, uh, If God will uh, send them, uh, God wants to deal with His people, with Israel. God wants to confront His people with uh, a grievous sin or whatever that has angered Him, that has provoked Him to anger. Uh, God will send a prophet, but at the same time, they will be Discipline. So this is a cycle, you know, uh, in the Old Testament. So, um, and so uh, Elijah gave the word, okay, or he served the the (laughs) subpoena, okay, he served the the prophecy that there's going to be a famine, okay, there's there will be no rain, no rain for in the next few years, except at my word, at my word, and then after saying that, I believe this is what this is just my imagination. King Ahab was like he was stunned, and um, at that moment, I think he has nothing to say. But then the word, verse two says, then the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Verse three, live here turn eastward and hide in the Kirith ravine east of the Jordan you will drink from the brook and i have directed the ravens to supply you with food there so god has prepared uh, a place for his uh, ambassador okay for his prophet so you see observing from verse 1 to verse uh, verse 4 we see uh, Elijah's relationship with God, okay? Uh, Just like Abraham, just like Isaac. You know, the the previous uh, part of our series, you realize that every agent of God uh, has a special relationship and these people have a what favor? They are favored by God, okay? So again, the three most important matter or things or matter to have Uh, when it comes to famine or or difficulties or trials, okay, number one is we should seek what? Favor from God. Okay, number two, drinking water. Okay, you can uh, see that again if you want. Uh, Verse four, it says, You will drink from the brook. I have directed the ravens to supply you with food there. Therefore, uh, it is also important, uh, to have drinking water and food okay so it says uh food okay i have what directed the ravens in our uh, i think uh what is a raven uh yeah. yeah it's the blackbird okay uh yeah, that sound. <laughs> I have directed the ravens to supply you with food there, so it's really meat because these uh, these birds are meat eaters, um, and so and so you can imagine. I mean, how or where did these birds get those the food that they were to uh, feed or supply uh, the prophet? I don't know. The Bible did not mention, but uh, it's very clear. Okay, verse 5 says, So he did what the Lord had told him. He went to Kirith Ravin, east of the Jordan, and stayed there. Verse 6 says, The ravens uh, brought him bread and meat. Bread and meat. So that's carbohydrates and uh, protein. Okay, Protein, so there, there is also fat. So it's, it's a complete food. Uh, and plus, he has uh, water to drink at the brook at uh, Kerithravin, okay, which is uh, east of the Jordan. So now, uh, so verse 6 again, the ravens brought him bread and meat, okay, bread and meat. Okay, what's the frequency? What's the time? It says, in the morning, and bread and meat again, when? <laughs> in the evening. And he drank from the brook. So, actually, uh, from this verse, verse 6, we can learn. See, because this is God providing food for his prophet during the time of famine. And so, there is wisdom from this that uh, in in order for us to be nourished, to, to stay strong, uh, we need to consider uh, carbohydrates and protein, of course. Okay, so... All of you who are in the medical field, uh, uh, those who are conscious with uh, their health, uh, who understands uh, the value of nutrition, you know that these are the basic uh, need for us to have uh, energy and uh, maintain our health. So so we can learn from this. But another thing that uh, in this text, uh, very clear, that is worth mentioning, Or that I want to bring up, okay? I I really want to bring this up, okay? Is that God provided food for Elijah how many times a day? Read that, okay? Read it again. It says, verse 6 The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, bread and meat in the evening. So, can you imagine for, let's say, two years straight? this is the the usual uh <laughs> food that uh, elijah was uh, eating and he survived okay so this is a good thing to know and the other thing is that he ate two times a day i believe uh this is good especially if you're hiding okay <laughs> He he was hiding there. <laughs> God told him to stay there. Because the next thing, of course, when uh, uh, the king, the wicked king realized that, you know, the, this famine is controlled at the word of Elijah, of, of God through Elijah, then he would, you know, certainly look for, where is that prophet? You know, the, the prophet who prophesied this famine. And so... Uh, You know, okay, anyway, let's let's just continue. The point here is that uh, we eat at least three times a day, okay? And sometimes, not just three times, but five times a day. Not just five times because uh, uh, three times uh, we eat in the morning, lunch, uh, in the evening, a dinner. But sometimes we eat in between. So we have in-between meals, okay? We call it uh, painit or merienda, um, so it's five times a day, right? And then sometimes uh, uh, some people they they just you know uh, play games and they stay up late or whatever or they're doing maybe studying. They also eat at night or midnight snack or whatever <laughs> because the to keep them awake. Now the thing is uh, we eat more than that, so that is why you know. Too much calories will not be good to our health. Okay, remember, uh, the the blood flow must be uh, good. <laughs> okay, so that uh, it can deliver oxygen to the uh, the cells of the body and um, and um, so you, we have to keep our. I mean, we let's do our best. Okay, let's just do our best. No offense. Just let's just do do our best to uh stay in shape um well since the pandemic you know maybe a year after or the whole year last year and then up till today uh we lack exercise we've been so busy but at least i'm always in this under the the sun okay exposed uh, with so much vitamin D because we're doing farming and experimenting on things and helping other people and now we're doing uh, some trainings in, in sharing what we know what works for us we're not experts we're not agriculturists we're not we're not all of that okay remember I'm a pastor so you know what I know what I studied uh <laughs> It's really, you know, far off, you know, far fetched from what we're doing today. But I believe by God's grace, by God's favor, there's nothing impossible because there's nothing possible with God. So God can, you know, teach us along the way. And so now I'm learning and I have a lot of things to share when it comes to urban farming now so we're doing we're conducting uh, urban farming uh, in church right now uh, we have our batch one and uh, next next week we will start our batch two another church and and we're you know we want to prepare people especially those who live in cities where rural rural uh in urban areas where they, they don't really have that much space to plant. They don't have farmlands. Uh, can we still plant? Of course we can. You see, it, it, it is God who will multiply it. Okay, so anyway, going back. I'm sorry. Uh, let, let's just go back and let's, uh, where are we? Verse 7 says, Sometime later, the brook dried up. Of course, there was famine it dried up because there had been no rain in the land then the word of the lord came to him okay go at once to zarephath in the region of uh, sidon and stay there i have directed a widow there to supply you with food what <laughs> the lord has already touched somebody or directed somebody uh, that's that's uh, there's a more uh, stronger word to use' it's directed okay so meaning to say uh, he, he, the, the widow was commanded okay he was directed given instruction okay the widow was given instruction by God to supply Elijah with what with food Wow this is amazing okay so let's uh, continue to read and so uh, Elijah went to Zaripath, when he came to the town gate, um, a widow was there gathering sticks. So you see how God orchestrate things when God says something, he's going to orchestrate everything, okay that will and God will make sure that it's gonna be in line with what he said. And so the very first thing, when Elijah arrived at the gate, okay, he saw what? the widow. Okay, he went he came to the town gate a widow was there gathering sticks and uh, he called to her and asked would you bring me a little water in a jar so I may have a drink so he was you no know, he asked for water as she was going to get it he called uh, uh, and bring me please a piece of bread <laughs> also bread okay not just water but... I want to eat something, okay? And then, the widow replied. She said, As surely as the Lord your God lives, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar, and I have little olive oil in a jug. I am gathering a few sticks, okay, as firewood, of course, to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat, then die <laughs> and die. And so uh, the, the widow was programmed that this, this is going to be their last meal and if he's going to share it with the, with the prophet Elijah, then that's it. But you, it is also clear that um, that the widow, okay the widow recognized that this man is a prophet, okay? Uh, anyway, before we proceed to verse 13, again, to save us time, as we read along, I will explain, I will elaborate, okay, to save time. So, verse 12 says, uh, The widow said, I don't have any bread, yes, because she has not cooked yet. But she said, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. okay. Now, some people, okay, some people mix flour and water, okay? Uh, mix flour and water and make a dough. Um, and they need it, okay? Uh, uh, they work on it. Uh, uh, I don't know how, how they do it or what's next, but at least uh, flour and water, okay? And uh, so we see here that um I believe this widow had stored food but uh, the food that uh, made them to last okay that long through the famine or shall we call it survival food <laughs> so we can learn from this okay is what a flower okay somebody told me uh, pastor uh, you can buy um... A flour okay because you know when when you run out of food you know you can use flour uh, mix it with water i don't know what's next but somehow you make a dough you knead it and uh, maybe cook it okay M- maybe you can do your own research so you, you or if you're a cook you know what i i'm trying to say i'm not a cook i eat but i don't cook so uh <laughs> but the thing is this guys that flour To have some flour, okay, is a good thing, okay. Just in case you run out of food, at least you have flour, okay. So this widow had flour and olive oil. So maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe fry or what after. (laughs) But anyways, experiment yourself uh, with uh, by yourself, okay. So guys, uh, so anyway, we understand now that flour could stretch our food supply, okay? Uh, uh, so if we also store a flour, okay? So nice tip, right? So that's why it's good to study the famines in the Bible so you see how they survived the famine, okay? Flour, okay? Flour, remember that. F-L-O-U-R. So verse 30 says, Elijah said to her, Don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said, but first make me a small loaf of A small loaf of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me and then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Okay, The jar of flour will not be used up and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. Meaning to say, he told the widow, hey, don't worry. You know it will not run dry. Okay, it will not deplete. It will not be depleted. Okay, so just give me some. Give me food first and water, and then you'll ha- for 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 the whole time. You know through the famine, you will have. Okay, uh, oil and flour. Okay, so that's a good promise. But you know, why is Elijah sure about this? Okay, that God will really provide, God will supply, because He knows God. Okay, He is a provider. God will provide uh, for our needs. Okay, Uh, but also in verse 8 it says, I have directed a widow there to supply you with what? With food. Meaning to say, (laughs) as long as there is famine, this widow will supply Elijah with food. Simple, right? So, so the point is uh, when 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 Elijah said that he also I believe had a hint already that this widow is the one that God will use okay to provide him with food. So that's it, very simple, right? Verse 8, read verse 8. Now, verse 15 says when she went away and did as Elijah had told her so there was there was what? food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. For the jar of flour was not used up, and the jug of oil did not run dry, in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. Hallelujah. Okay, glory to God. Now, let's skip that part. Uh, Let's jump to chapter 18. Okay, 1 Kings chapter 18. All right. Like I promised, I'm not going to finish the the whole chapter. Okay. Chap just just the part that I want to elaborate. Okay, so chapter 18, verse 1 says, After a long time, in the third year, okay, sometime on, on the third year, the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Go and present yourself to Ahab. Okay, I will send rain on the land. Okay, so again, God promised that he will send rain. Okay, so Elijah went to present himself to Ahab. Now, the Bible says this. Verse 2, Elijah went to present himself to Ahab. Now the famine was severe in Samaria. Okay, we're not going to read verse 3. It's up to you. You read that later. But it's very clear that uh, the scripture said says, The famine was severe in Samaria. Okay. Um, Let's jump to verse uh, sixteen. Okay, let's jump to verse sixteen. It says, "So Obadiah, I think Obadiah was the administrator. Uh, Yes, yes, the administrator of the king. Okay, so Obadiah went to meet King Ahab and told him. And told him that." Elijah will meet the king, okay? And Ahab went to meet Elijah, so uh, they met. They met somewhere. Verse 17. When he saw Elijah, he said to to Elijah, the king King Ahab told Elijah, "Is that you, you troublemaker of Israel?" <laughs> so. <laughs> he he named Elijah as what a troublemaker or, or or a troubler okay all right so verse 18 Elijah replied okay he told the king I have not made trouble for Israel Elijah replied but you and your father's family have you have what You have what? Abandoned. Okay? Look at this accusation. This is the issue. This is the reason, the issue, why they have experienced severe famine in Samaria. Listen. Elijah said, You have abandoned the Lord's commands and have followed the Baals. Baals, if you want. It pronounced that way. So you have abandoned the Lord's command and followed the b- b- Baal. So, meaning to say they abandoned God. They abandoned their faith, they abandoned their commitment, they abandoned their followership, okay, towards the the commands, the, the precepts, the, the the principles, the ways of the Lord. Okay, they abandoned them. Meaning to say, in short, they abandoned God. What is the New Testament word for this word, abandon. Abandoning faith. The word in the New Testament is apostasy. Apostasy. Okay? Remember that. So, that is the reason. Apostasy. It is uh, the abandonment of belief. Okay, It's treachery, it is disloyalty, and it is betrayal on God's part. I mean uh on Ahab's part against God. Okay? So it's it's like they uh, uh, they were disloyal to God. They betrayed God. Okay? They they did not follow God, but instead, okay? They what? They worship other gods, idols. They worship idols. Okay? You have to understand. They did not really they did not fully abandon God, the God of Israel. Okay, listen, this is a very dangerous thing. I want you to listen carefully because this is the same mistake that a lot of people are uh, doing. Okay, today. Even today, in many religions around the world, the cults, they also claim, they mention the name Jesus. They, 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 they mention Mary. They mention the, the, the child, the, the, the Savior. They mention, you know, they, they, technically, they, uh, they do not deny the, the gospel. but But also, at the same time, they worship idols. Now, this is dangerous because you know what? During the time of King Ahab, this was it. Okay? This is already abandoning God. Why? Because God wanted, you know, that you recognize him as God and that he is your one and only God. Remember uh, in Israel, uh, Deuteronomy 6, uh, where it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one God. Okay, he is one and the same. Love the Lord your God with all your. So, I mean, He wanted Him to be your God and your God alone. Okay, that He is uh, the only God. Worship only the Lord your God. Thou shalt have, thou shalt have no other gods before Me. That's the command. And they abandoned that. They, 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 they ignored the command of God. And this is the same mistake that. Ahab did during his time. In fact, Ahab did not start this. It was his father. It was his dad who started this, what we call today, a syncretism. Syncretism is combining it. Okay. It's, uh, uh, anyway, let's, let's continue. Verse 19 says, Now summon the people from all over Israel to meet me on Mount Carmel and bring the 450 prophets of Baal, And the 400 prophets of Asherah, who eat at Jezebel's table. So so all in all, that's uh, 400 plus 450, that's 850 false prophets, okay? Um, Verse 20 says, So Ahab sent word throughout all Israel and assembled the prophets on Mount Carmel. Verse 21, Elijah went before the people and said, How long? Remember this, how long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people said nothing. No reply, no response. They were like, okay, why? But, you know, for Paul Wilbur in his song, it was the saddest moment because you know people cannot choose between Yahweh and idols. Why? Because they were used to it. It's called syncretism. Now now let's let's just finish this. Verse 22 says, "Then Elijah said to them, I am the only one uh, of the Lord's prophets left, but Baal has 450 prophets." Uh, get two bulls for us Be, uh, let Baal's prophets choose one for themselves and let them cut it into pieces and put it in the wood but set but not set fire to it. I will prepare the other bull and put it on the wood but not set fire to it. Okay? Then you call on the name of your God, and I will call on the name of the Lord. The God who answers by fire, let him be God, or he is God. Okay, so then all the people said, well, what you say is good. So it's like a showdown, okay? Who is the real God? So th- this is the issue now. Who is the real God? Is it the idols or the living God of Israel? So, so you see uh, now, there is a showdown. <laughs> okay, so this is good. Learn from this, friends. Learn from this. Verse 25 says, Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, choose, uh, so anyway, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, you know, they did what they have to do, the prophets of Baal, but, you know, there was no answer. There was no fire from heaven. The, still. And so at noontime, uh, Elijah began to taunt them. Okay. You he can't answer sila so shout louder come on guys shout louder he said surely he is god i mean baal perhaps he, he is he, he is deep in thought or busy or maybe travelling maybe he is sleeping and must be awakened so you know he, he was kind of challenging uh, the, the, the 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 false uh, priest Of Baal, okay, Uh, but actually, they look stupid for him, okay. They, 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 (laughs) it's silly to really say that, and you know that Baal is not God, okay, it is the devil. So they shouted louder and slashed themselves with swords and spears, and you know, uh, until their blood flowed, uh, midday passed. So, you see, uh, so it's foolish. What is foolish? Worshiping the worship of idols is foolishness. You understand? You read it. Get the Bible, your version. Read it for yourself. Idols are not alive. They don't don't even represent God. They don't. Why? Because the Bible says in John uh, John chapter four, I think it says God uh, was the. Is said God is a spirit those who worship god must worship him in spirit and truth. you cannot see a spirit so when you worship god there must be nothing in front of you remember that okay god is a spirit worship him in spirit and truth now anyway going back so then what what did elijah do let's let's just jump you know and he said that uh elijah said to all the people come verse 30 come here to me they came to him okay and he re- repaired the altar of the lord the, which he, uh, which had been torn down, Elijah took 12 stones. Each one, uh, each of the tribes descended from Jacob to whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Your name shall be Israel, etc. Uh, etc. Et anyway, uh, and then he said, uh, he, he arranged verse 33 he arranged the wood, cut the bull into pieces, laid under the wood. Then he said to them, Fill four large jars of water and pour it on the offering. And on the wood. Okay, so this is more uh, challenging now because now the wood is not dry. You know, he, he told them to, you know, pour water. Come on, do it. And then verse 34 says, do it again. He said, and they did it again. And then do it a third time. He ordered and they did it the third time. Verse 35, the water ran down around the altar and even feel the trench around the, the altar. So it was really wet. Okay? At okay, verse 36. Listen. At the time of sacrifice, the prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed, "Lord, the God of Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and I have done all these things at your command. Answer me, Lord. Answer me. So these people will know that you, Lord, are God and that you are turning their hearts back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and burned up. The sacrifice, the wood, the stones, including the stones, remember, <laughs> and the soil, and also lick up the water in the trench. So, you know, if you go to Israel and you would want to, to, to check whether the, this this the Elijah showdown thing is still there, I mean, read it for yourself, okay? It burned the wood, the stones, the what are the stones? The, the stones, you know, the altar itself, it burned the stones, the soil, <laughs> including the soil, <laughs> okay? And also lick up the water in the trenches. Wow. So you will not see anything there, okay, at that site. All they saw now, what remained in that site is the fire of God, okay? Now listen. When all verse thirty nine says, when all the people saw this, they fell prostrate and cried, "The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God." Now let us skip the rest, okay? And then, and then uh, Elijah prayed and. Uh, And this is the amazing part. Let's just read verse 44. Okay. The seventh time the servant reported, a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. So there was, it was like uh, there was a a fast track or uh, evaporation from the sea going up. And it formed like a, a man's hand. Okay. So Elijah said, Go tell Ahab, hitch up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. So they have to leave the area because there's going to be rain for the first time after three years. Verse 45 says, Meanwhile, the sky grew black with clouds and wind rose. A heavy rain started falling and Ahab rode off to Jezreel. Verse 46, The power of the Lord came on Elijah and Tucking his cloak into his belt. Okay, so he removed it and then you know tied it on his hips, I believe, and his belt. He ran ahead of him, all the way to Jezreel. I don't know how fast he runs. Okay, but he's not. I believe he's not a ultra marathoner, but he is more than that <laughs> because he can run faster <laughs> than uh, than the. Um, than the king's um, chariot. Okay, so th- these are maybe with uh, two or four horses, you know, but he he's faster. So hallelujah! You know, this is not something impossible. This is you know, if if God's power is on you at that time, and you know, it depends on God. It is again God's favor. So he, Elijah was chosen. Now le- let's let's go to the main point. Okay, what is the big picture here? Friends, listen to this. Again, or let, let me uh, ask uh, in another way. Okay, let me rephrase my question. Why did uh, why did God allow such severe famine to happen during the time of Elijah? Okay? So first, let's establish a principle. Okay, Isaiah 42, 8-9 it says, I am the Lord, that is my name. I will not yield my glory to another or my praise to idols. See, the former things have taken place, and new things I declare before they spring into being and announce. Now listen, in King James, in ESV, in, in almost every version as long as it's in English, verse 8, Isaiah 42, eight. Okay, Isaiah forty two it says I am the Lord that is my name now in I think in complete Jewish Bible it says I am Adonai now if you read the Orthodox uh, Jewish Bible Orthodox yeah uh, they change it to Hashem I am I think Hashem the the, the, the name because they are afraid to mention the real word Because you see, in the original text, in Hebrew, it says, I am Yahweh. That is my name. Adonai, Lord, is a a rank or like a title. But Yahweh is a name because in that name, every character in Yahweh is actually actually, um, has a meaning. It's symbolic and uh, you can... You know the Jewish people have a unique way to interpret characters in their alphabet. Okay, so Yahweh. Uh, you can check. Uh, um, you can type Isaiah forty-two verse eight, and then type interlinear. Okay, interlinear. When you type interlinear, you you will see uh, the the Greek the the English the Hebrew so uh, if you're studying scripture you want to s- you want to check uh, uh, the Greek and the Hebrew the original text you type the uh, you google it okay <laughs> very simple you type the scripture and then and then write interlinear yeah that's it th- that one so the word I am Yahweh oh yeah there is it you see it I am Yahweh Okay, in English they, they call it Lord, but actually it's not Lord, it's Yahweh. Okay, because this is personal. That's, that's why he said, I am Yahweh, that is my name. If you say, I am the Lord, that is my name, no, uh, that is not the name. Okay, Lord is like a title, a rank, a position. Okay, so he said, I am Yahweh, that is my name, my glory. Another, not I will give, nor my praise to carve. No, no, don't be confused. If you type interlinear, uh, the first thing you will read is uh, maybe to carve images, nor my praise. I will give, not, to another, and my glory. Uh, It's Because, you know, in Hebrew, you don't read from left to right. They read right to left. Okay, that is how it is uh, done. Uh, that is the original text. So if you read uh, Hebrew, you don't read from left to right, right to left. Okay, so so I change it. That's why it says, I am Yahweh, that is my name and my glory to another. Not I will give, nor my praise to carved images. So the Lord really hates idols. What is an idol? A carved, you say, okay. Brother, I do not worship idols. You don't worship idols, but God hates carved images. What is that? Even if you don't worship it, but it's carved images, right? And God hates it. So, you know, give me a scripture that in the Bible that says God likes it, God tolerates it, God condones it. You will not find. In fact, God hates it. Okay, period. God hates idols. So now, uh, here's the thing. Okay, now we have established that he said, I am Yahweh, I will not share my glory. Okay, meaning to say, you should not respect other gods. You shall have no other gods before me. I am Yahweh, God said, that is my name and I will not share my glory to any. Meaning to say, you must not recognize another god but him alone. Okay, now listen. Another scripture that I that's very important so to establish the point is this Zechariah 17. Now this is a future thing about the war, but you see Jesus is going to reign on earth. He's going to establish his uh, his uh, eternal kingdom, the millennial kingdom. Remember the image, the Nebuchadnezzar image thing in Book of Daniel. Okay, that's not my topic for today, but verse 16 says, "Then the survivors from all the nations." that have attacked Jerusalem will go up year after year to worship the king okay the almighty the lord almighty and to celebrate the festival of tabernacles verse 17 take note of this if any of the peoples of the earth if any of the peoples that includes the philippines okay that includes the philippines because when jesus comes we will we are going to be the regrouping Will still be by nations. Remember that. Okay? That's why the Lord, God, is not a globalist. <laughs> okay? Um, the, the, you know, um, anyway, uh, where are we? 17. 17. If any of the peoples of the earth do not go up to Jerusalem to worship the king, because Jesus is going to reign in and from Jerusalem, if they do not come to worship the king, the Lord Almighty, they will have no reign. So that is not just true in the Old Testament. This is true today and this is true in the future because this, this scripture, the scripture, passages of scripture that we just read is uh, pertains to the future. So so I hope to see you today in church. Our second service uh, will be after this. It's going to be a face-to-face uh, church a meeting. And we're going to worship the Lord corporately because worship is what important to God. It's uh, God is seeking those who will worship Him in spirit and in truth. So, meaning to say, to cut the long story short, King, since King Ahab and his wicked wife, a sorceress, you know, the the Jezebel is not a prophetess, but a sorceress, is a witch. But you can call her a prophet, but not a prophet of Yahweh, a prophet of uh, a prophetess of, uh, of Baal, okay, or of of Asherah, I'm sorry, of Asherah. Uh, anyway, he's a pagan, you know, worship worshipper. So he's a cult. She's a cult, I'm sorry. So so Ahab and his wicked wife Jezebel had single-handedly uh, uh led deceived Israel. Uh, or led Israel's apostasy at the time, okay? From faith in Yahweh to syncretism. What is syncretism again? It's a mixture of Yahweh and Baal. It is a a mixture of Yahweh and Baal worship. It is a mixture of true religion and paganism or, or bad religion. It's monotheistic which is uh, the God of Israel, the only God, monotheism or monotheistic God, mixing it with polytheism or or those who recognize many, 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 many many gods, (laughs) thousands or hundreds of gods. So if you combine God, the worship of God with idols, with paganism, that is syncretism. That is what Ahab and uh, Jezebel did okay they led Israel, okay they did not say stop worshiping Yahweh no, but they they promoted the worship of idols okay So today this is like believing in Jesus honoring Jesus but at the same time honoring idols. you understand that is still syncretism, the same story, the same thing with what happened in the past. So they angered God, and what is God's reaction? Famine, right? God hold the rain, uh, you know, he, and it resulted to what? Famine. And then he sends his prophet to deal with, uh, with his people. And the goal of uh, Elijah was to bring them back to God. And so there was a showdown at what? Uh, there was this uh, the showdown between the prophets of Baal and, and, and Elijah, okay? That is that is so Elijah can bring them back to, to the right faith. So even today, you know, uh, anyway, people were used to syncretism, okay? It was like a way of life. It was the normal thing. That's why when Elijah asked, why are you, uh, what is that? Again, where is that? Uh, why? How long will you waver? Verse 21. How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, serve Him. If Baal is God, serve Him. You see, and then the Bible says the people said nothing, they said not a word. Okay? Why? Because it's normal for them. Will you serve God? These people serve Baal, some people serve both. It's normal. So for, for Elijah to tell them, choose one, Yahweh or, or Baal or, or idols. And for them, what? This is, this is a normal thing in our days. It's like this is accepted, this is acceptable. But for God, okay, the Lord does not change. That's not acceptable. Idols are not acceptable to God. That's why even the Apostle Paul, he said, avoid idols. Run away from idols. Uh, What is the right word in the New Testament? Flee from idols. That's what he said. Okay? Flee from idols. The Apostle Paul, so if Apostle Paul is here right now, he will tell everybody, flee from idols. Get away from idols. Stay away from idols. Okay? Okay? Have nothing to do. <laughs> but anyway, uh, going back, so you see the real issue here. The issue here is that these people have abandoned their faith. Okay? Abandonment. That's the issue. Okay? So they provoke God to anger. And uh, and so Elijah's main goal, listen up, friends. The Elijah's main goal was to awaken Israel. To the conviction that Yahweh alone is God. There's no other God but Yahweh. But of course, you know, he was uh, taunting uh, the the prophets of Baal when he said, Hey, you you might need to shout louder because your God is uh, maybe sleeping or in in a journey. (laughs) You need to wake him up. But you know what Elijah did, you know? He, he, you know, the, the Israel was, um, had a great awakening at the time when they had this, when they saw the glory of God consuming everything. Okay, the offering, the wood, the stones, meaning to say the whole altar was consumed by fire, including the soil. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, look. What can you find there? If you go to Israel, oh, this is the, the the remain of the altar. No, that's not it. That's impossible because the Bible said it was consumed. So if you see uh, uh, one that is uh, you know deep like a well, or maybe that's that's the, that's the place where the fire of God came down and burned, including the soil, the dirt but the the one that that has a you know a a stone piled up maybe that's the one that's uh where the the prophet of baals uh, did their sacrifice and was not heard anyway anyway so that's the story folks um the issue here is that there is only one god and that is the god of israel and the god that we serve today is the god of israel that's why We love the people of Israel because God has chosen the Jewish people. So you cannot love God if you hate Israel. Now, think of this. Whatever religion you're in, listen to this. If you believe in God, the real God, the living God, and God loves the people of Israel, you should also, if you love God, the God of Israel, then you should love Israel. You cannot love God and hate Israel. That's impossible. That's why we pray for Israel. We pray for the peace in Jerusalem. We, you know, why? Because you know there is a God in heaven, the one true God, and one day soon is going to come back and take over the whole planet. And if you're not on His side, oh no, oh no, that's the wrong choice. You must always be. On God's side okay so uh, that's it friends I hope you've you learned something today and this is a serious matter that to understand that this famine is a famine uh, in a form of judgment uh, because of what apostasy how through syncretism so if you say a famine due to apostasy in in other words this is a famine caused by idolatry and idolatry okay so friends um, serve god okay i hope that um, you understand that we are in the last days uh, we are in the uh, the prophecy of the lord jesus christ about the um, what's this uh, beginning of sorrows it's upon us and and, and paul mentioned about there's going to be apostasy you know and it's upon us. But but how will this happen? Of course, uh, you see through the, when the pandemic, you know, this sad, this is a sad thing to know that, you know, there are pastors who have no work right now, you know, they, they, they cannot find uh, a job that, because, you know, a lot of, especially small churches have closed down, you know, uh, in in places where you know they're they're so affected by the lockdowns by the protocols etcetera and people were in fear and in, until today a lot have not returned yet uh, and not only i mean but the thing is uh, the, re- the the real thing that really pains my heart is is that uh, the apostasy of the saints the people because, the, the, you know, people will first abandon their home group. They will abandon their commitment to God, their, their devotionals, you know. Before they were reading scriptures and chapters, they, they attend prayer meetings. Now, no more. No more of that. Okay? They are more engaged with the world, with the computer, with the internet, with what? Entertainment, with games, with you know it, it a lot of diversions that the devil has established and so the church uh, have the love of the church have grown cold you know because of a lot of wickedness that's what you know and so and so uh, the more people are you know engaged with the world and little by little they just abandon their home group their commitment to the lord the next thing is they will abandon the church they will abandon the pastor, they will abandon their, their home group leaders, they will And then what's next? Uh, they continue engaging with the world, you know and, and then you know it, it kinda reprogrammed their thoughts and, and a lot of people they don't like to listen to the Word of God anymore because they, they wanted to, you know, if they go to church, they wanted a positive preaching. They don't want to know that we are, uh, no, you know, we're in the end times et and etc. They don't want to hear negative things. They want, they want people to massage their back always through their uh, beautiful positive preachings, and, and so people will transfer. People will, you know, things like that. So, uh, so after abandoning their commitment to God, you know, their, 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 uh, their, their devotionals, their. The the prayer meetings they will abandon the church and soon enough they will abandon the faith and that is sad that pains my heart Um, but what can I do that's part of prophecy but I just hope that that is not you I hope this will not be you my friend that's why I am mentioning this that's why this is part of the our series this is uh, part of our topic today apostasy apostasy they abandoned their faith and embraced Baal worship embraced idols syncretism it's combining both the right religion and the wrong one the paganism and and so uh, they messed up and they ended up what you saw you reap that's it and um, but the good thing is that uh, flour is a good survival food okay Okay, friends, so get right with God. If you're not right with God, or if you have not given your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I suggest the Savior said, unless a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So you must be born again. Read John chapter 3, verse 7. It's the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, it's not a suggestion. He said, do not be surprised if I tell you, you are must be born again okay so if you want to know more how to be born again please contact us send us a message we will help you we will assist you to um, to to commit your life to jesus To give your life to jesus so that you know you can avail of his forgiveness and eternal life okay so god bless you we are uh rushing right now because we're going to go to church uh and i hope to see you there let's worship the lord together let us not abandon the lord okay let us not uh participate with those who will apostate okay Th- those who will abandon the faith so let's pray Lord thank you for this time of study we learned a lot and uh, Lord we love you. I pray that your people will be guided, God, the Holy Spirit. I pray that your people will always listen to you, to your voice inside our hearts, that they will not ignore you, that they will take you seriously, and that they will become dependent on you. All the more, Lord, we want to be dependent on you, especially now that the world is going through a lot of crisis in all aspects of life. The world is experiencing so much uh, pressure. Lord and I pray that you will uh, thank you for your faithfulness you're a faithful god and you will keep us Lord thank you so much so bless your people and now oh, the lord bless you and keep you the lord makes his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you the lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace both now and forevermore And all of god's people say amen and amen so friends god bless you thank you for joining us let's continue with our series on famines in the bible and i'm sure you will learn more as we uh, continue or as uh, we tackle more topics on famines in the Bibles. okay god bless you see you again bye that's it for today's episode thank you for joining us Keep in touch with us via Facebook, by going to, facebook.com, slash, MFCDVO, or search for, Maranatha Family Church Davo on Facebook, where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com, slash, MFCDVO. God bless.